I'm Erica Lynn, and we all know the ocean is the most demanding environment on Earth, consistently testing the reliability and durability of our equipment. When you spend as much time fishing as I do, you know that reliable gear is essential for staying on the water. This is why I went with Abyss Battery to power my trolling motor, electronics, and outboard. The guys at Abyss Battery are rattling the saltwater industry by manufacturing performance marine batteries specifically designed for sonar, outboards, trolling motors, and electronic fishing reels. They're also Bluetooth compatible, so I found Checking battery statuses right on your phone while you're out on the water is a huge game changer. To learn more about why Abyss batteries are used by the pros and factory installed by Premier Boat Builders, visit abyssbattery.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. What's going on, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back, Mr. Randall. Mr. Schiller, how, how are you? How are you, doing, buddy? I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> a little under the weather, eh? Yeah, a little bit. Get this yeah. stupid cold in summer. I don't understand what's going on right now. Yeah. <clears throat> it's probably yeah. pigs flying soon. It's <laughs> yeah, it's been the same way up here, man. We like it'll get super warm for a week, then it'll be like super cold for a week, and then it'll warm like this week is back to being warm. It's definitely messed with the fishing patterns up here a little bit. So oh, I bet. Yeah, I mean for Tennessee, like it's been I mean, I'm not gonna say cold, but it's definitely cooler. You know, it's interesting that I'm not sweating when I go outside. Of course it's been raining too, like nonstop. Yeah. You know, and more to come. <laughs> well, I should be on my way to Green Bay right now. Well, tomorrow morning, but, you know, weather's got that all jacked up. So, actually, uh, me and Mr. Gibson were supposed to go up there, chase some Walters and some smallmouth, but wind forecast is nasty. Fishing reports suck, and it's just like, yeah, oh. we decided to opt out of that one. Were you guys going to boat it or kayak it? uh definitely boat i mean green bay yeah, that's like fishing lake michigan you know yeah. so i remember the one time we took you up there there was like four footers and you're like yeah i'll do this in the kayak for sure no I was <laughs> yeah, right no that'd be scary dude that was like crazy 
Like, I remember that like when I was sitting there, I remember I got like three feet of air just sitting down. I was like, okay, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that drop was so bad. I was like, all right. Sitting on that floor is great, though. I'll tell you. <laughs> What's up, Mike? Michael Riddenauer in the uh, chat. What's up, buddy? Hope you're doing well. Um, yeah, no, it, it's no fun. And me and Matt had that discussion today or this morning, and it was like, I'm like, dude, if the forecast was like three foot or less, I'd be all about it. But it's like two to fours and, you know, that could always get bigger winds or 20 mile an hour out of the east. And everybody knows the saying east is the least. So it's just like, yeah, no, thanks. No, thanks. I'll pass. I'll pass. So we're going to reschedule that one. I don't see any fun trying to like, you know, watch these waves and figure out how can I stay on the top of them? (laughs) Yeah, right. you know, rev up, rev down, rev up, rev down. It's like I don't think yeah. that's any fun. <laughs> well, especially like you know, yeah, smallmouth fishing. You can go hide in some bays or river mouth or something like that. But yeah. you know, it's like the whole point of going up there is we wanted to get a stack of Walters for the freezer. I mean, nobody can deny wall fresh walleye is delicious. You know, oh, but, yeah. What are you going to do, man? We'll get up there. We'll get up there. Uh, shout out to uh, uh, Blue Streak uh, Spinner Blades. They uh, they sent me some blades and uh, wanted to give them a shout out, a little promo to them. Um, did I say Silver Streak? Yeah, Silver Streak. Silver Streak. Yeah. Um, they do custom paint and walleye blades, man. Super nice. Yeah. Uh, I got that package today. So we'll be putting them to the to the test that's the place to go as i know (laughs) yeah oh yeah yeah i mean it that's debatable right some guys will say erie some guys will say green bay um both hold big walters you know yeah i think for uh, especially i think knowledge is the biggest thing you know with you and with purrs in there i was like all right i was like you know being the newbie i'm like all right the these guys are on them, and obviously the stack. I mean, we had pounds of fish we took home. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'll run around the back of that uh, boat like a spider monkey, you know. <laughs> uh, Dean Bowling in the house. Yo, what's up, brother? I saw okay. your name on the list. Looking forward to seeing you at ICAST as well, man. Got some interesting stuff to show you, buddy. Um, shout out to you and the whole Westbrook Supply Co. crew. Looking forward to seeing you guys down there. So good stuff, man. Well, let's get him in here. Uh, the man of the hour, Mr. Matt Gibson. What's up, fellas? What's How up? you doing, buddy? We got to get an applause track. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, Gibson might be might be a mix of uh, <laughs> might, applause and booze. Yeah, there yeah, might be know. more booze than claps in that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know my audience. <laughs> Oh, it's funny. It's too funny, man. Yeah. Too funny. Well, uh, welcome back to the show, man. Uh, I know tonight we're going to talk about like product development and what it goes into uh, developing a product, having an idea, and then seeing it come to fruition. I know um, I recently worked with you on a project. We can't spill too much of the juice of what it is, but um, I know you've got a background in doing some stuff. I know you... um, Gave a little insight uh, when New Canoe um, came out with the Unlimited, things like that, man. So um, 
I guess let's start out, man. Um, just like how you got involved in doing some of that stuff, like product development type things and, and why you uh, got involved in it. Yeah. So like with new canoe, um, you know, I've been on their team so long that, you know, back then we didn't have a very big team. So uh, a lot of the product development stuff and a lot of the ideas came from, from team members. Um, they still do. Um, but back then, uh, you know, new canoe really, really relied on those guys. Um, so that's kind of how we got involved there. Um, they, you know, with new canoe and unlimited, they really had most of the, most of the kayak figured out. It was just kind of some of the finishing touches on it, uh, that, that they asked a few of us, uh, that, that had been around for a while, kind of opinions on some things. And, um, so yeah, that's how we got started there. Um, but kind of design wise, I mean, I, I didn't go to school for engineering uh, or anything like that, but I, uh, my, my nine to five, uh, uh, is with a, is with a HVAC manufacturer and within that, uh, I've designed some things, have a few patents, uh, that I'm lucky enough to hold there. So, um, you know, most of the things I think of are like just basic things that everybody needs, uh, or ways to make my job easier, to be honest. Like that's, that's really why I try to focus on. I didn't know you had some patents on some ideas. That's that's kind of cool, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some some lab uh, stuff that that, that I I uh, helped design uh, and a few methods of testing some stuff. So interesting. Yeah, interesting. That goes back, gosh, now probably twelve years ago or so. Um, so, but now. <laughs> Now I've kind of jumped the other way and I'm in marketing. So uh, now it's, you know, engineers just kind of roll their eyes when I come up with an idea. (laughs) I don't blame them. I wouldn't listen to a marketing guy either. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting, right? Because I'm, uh, you know, it's somebody says uh, you all would have Gibson on as I'm organizing some crankbaits and gluing the tip back onto my tube rod. I'm not there sure who go. that is. Facebook user. What up? But um, that's funny stuff. Um, yeah, it's interesting, right? Like that, that whole aspect, right? So, I mean, what was the first project you were kind of involved in? Like on the kayak side, like fishing stuff. Yeah, yeah, but any kind, any kind of fishing, like product development type stuff. What was like the first project you kind of dipped your toes into the water, and and then to back that up, like what what surprised you the most about that process? Yeah, gosh. Uh, so, um, I mean, there's a bunch of unreleased stuff that I've actually worked on that that just hasn't made it to that waterline yet. Um, and, and that was probably one of my first things. Um, it was, it was, it's a, uh, I don't know how much I can talk about it, but we're not making it. So, uh, uh it's storage solution for, for the frontier 12. Um, I was working with the designer with that a little bit. Um, so, you know, I kind of came up with an idea, uh, worked with, with James there at new canoe. Uh, kicked around some ideas. They came up with some drawings. Um, but again, this one just hasn't made it to market yet. It's just one of those things that just hasn't made it. Um, a lot of back and forth. 
And as you know, uh, some sometimes you'll design something and, you know, we've lived this the last few months uh, with you and I working on a few things together. Uh, there's one of our projects uh, with Dubro that went really, really smooth. And the other one is taking some tweaking. So, <laughs> like, yeah. So. Yeah, well, and that's that's the interesting part, right? Is the uh, the whole testing process, right? And like, yeah. l- let's talk about that for a minute, right? So, well, uh, yeah. Before we get into that, right? Like, when you got involved in that first idea, did you just kind of pencil sketch it out and send it to him and say, "Hey, I got this idea," or was it like a conversation, or how did that all start? Uh, I believe it was a conversation. Then we kind of penciled it out. You know how terrible my drawings are. You've seen them. You've witnessed them. So they turned out way better than, you know, the, once they got into the CAD and, and got some pictures of it or got some drawings of it, it was uh, it was much cleaner, much better looking. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, you know, I think, I think a lot of times, this is me putting my corporate hat on, uh, you know, I think as humans, we're scared, scared of failure. Um, and sometimes you have to test those waters and fail to, to learn how to make something. I mean, I think like this isn't going to make a lot of sense until we release it at iCast or, or show some things that iCast. But one of those, I think you and I have both learned a lot on. Um, and, and not that it failed, but the first attempt wasn't the best attempt. So Sure. Sure. Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh... Yeah, it's 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 quite interesting, right? Like, there's a whole process, right? Like, you know, from the couple of products I've been involved in, you know, you, I've always typically pencil sketched it out. Like, I know I got a piece of paper here with like some sketches on it. Nobody can see it, so I don't care. Um, But. you know, it's like you, you kind of sketch those out and I always like to sketch it, sit on it, come back to it the next day, look at what I did, make some revisions, sit on it for a week. And it's the same. I, I kind of approach like writing like blogs and articles and things like that, like same way, you know, like, you know, you, you run through it real quick and then you come back and revisit it, edit it, tweak it until you get it to, you know, what you want, you know, and then, you know, typically from that sketch, you know, you briefly mentioned it, it would go to, uh, you know, nine times out of 10, some kind of CAD design or something like that. So you can see it 3D modeled up, you know, have that, you know, part or object or boat or fishing rod, reel, whatever it may be up on the screen and you can kind of rotate it, see it from all different angles and and then you kind of sit on that again for a couple of days, you know, and, and you go back and forth, you know, and, and make edits to that. Sometimes they're the right edits, sometimes they're the wrong edits, but, uh, you know, you, uh, you know, typically, you know, like the, the projects that I've been involved in, usually we 3d print now, you know, you'll, you'll 3d print some stuff, kind of get it if you can put it to use in that 3d printed format great but like even if it's a metal part right it's cheaper to 3d print a piece of plastic than it is to cnc a piece of metal right so absolutely yeah and 
it, it, it's funny that you, the first thing you go to is drawing it. The first thing I get to go to is putting my idea in words on in a notebook. Um, even at work, like a lot of my colleagues will use OneNote or use a computer to, to put notes. I'm, I'm still that old school guy that they have to order notebooks for because like <laughs> I, I write notes. I write a ton of notes. I, you know, I got some my- too. I, I don't have one in front of me, but I got like three notebooks in my backpack yeah. that I know for sure. Yeah. I, and I never, you know, like we're going to ICAST together and I'll, I will, I'll bring a notebook or two with me there. Um, so yeah, I just try to get that idea down on paper as, as soon as I can. And then, uh, you know, go back and revisit it, like you said. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's awesome nowadays that you can get a 3D printed model of it uh, and say, you know what, this is what I thought it was going to look like or feel like. And then now this is what it feels like actually holding it in my hand and and seeing how it's actually going to operate, um, you know, and, and make those slight adjustments if there's any adjustments that need to be made. Sure. Yeah, it's funny that you write it down in words. I would have never thought to do that. I always just try to draw it up. And I guess in some instances, it might actually be a little bit easier to put it in words first, just because I'm no artist. But I don't know, man. I love having that visual versus the verbiage, I guess. You know what I mean? Um, I'm I'm more of a visual guy. Yep. Yep. I I am too. I just can't draw worth a shit. So I can't see what... (laughs) I'm like, I don't even know what this is anymore. Is this a piece of blue on a paper? Matt like, draws a stick figure with like some some like scribbles over the center part of its body, and it's like, yeah, that's my new PFD I did. <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it, man. Like, I I'm no artist by no means, but I can usually try to like sketch something out and put it at like we always call it the bar room uh bar napkin drawing you know like because obviously it looks like some drunk guy scribbled a bunch of crap on a napkin you know but um it's interesting to to hear that concept of of writing it down verbally and then trying to transpire that into an object later on down the road I mean, I, you know, going back to your notebook comment, you know, it's like I got a, a big uh, spiral bound like um, drawing or sketch notebook that I usually carry around. And it actually sits on my desk now. Um, and I, you know, if I come up or with an idea or have what uh, I like to call a smart attack now, you know, I'll, I'll kind of sketch that out and then kind of revisit it later, like I was saying. Yeah, yeah, and it's interesting, you know, working with with certain people, uh, and and how you have to talk to people to to get your design idea through. Like, you know, you and I uh, making a, you know, talking about uh, dialing in this product or that product. It's like we get pretty specific on on how we have to communicate to each other, even though we know each other well and we sure. talk to each other. Uh, I feel like when when you're you're designing uh, and, and you're making those those little tweaks, uh, it, it's almost like a different language you have to kind of commonly come to uh, versus just just everyday talking. Um, 
sometimes you have to describe some things in some some really odd manners to, <laughs> to, to convey what you're thinking. Some make some weird references, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, or be like, "Damn it, Brian, listen." Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I I'm struggling with that right now. Um, with eating better is easy with Factors delicious, ready to eat meals. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. Including Calorie Smart Protein Plus, which is the one I like, and Keto. Get started today and get after your goals. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash waypointpod50 and use the code waypointpod50 to get 50% off. That's waypointpod50 at factormeals.com slash waypointpod50 to get 50% off. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com waypoint. That's mintmobile.com waypoint. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com waypoint. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. With a, a CAD designer right now. Well, not yeah. even a CAD designer. He's more of a machinist than he is a CAD guy, you know? Yeah. And it's like he's very intelligent when it comes to machining, but uh, when it comes to actually, you know, putting that into a drawing, like he just doesn't get it sometimes. Yeah. And uh, so it ends up taking him a little bit longer. And then obviously he wants to charge him more, which is hilarious. But yeah, I laugh at it. But I mean, something I just thought about, it's like a lot of times when you're, you know, doing the product development or you come up with an idea for a product, you're you're basically coming up with a solution to a problem, right? And that's the way I always look at it is you're doing a lot of problem solving mm-hmm. when you're doing doing, you know, anything that has to deal with, you know, developing a product, an idea, software, whatever it may be, right? It's just you're inventing a solution for a problem, I think is the best way to put it. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. I mean, that's that's what every product's based on is there, there's a problem that needs to be solved. Like I was, so I've been fishing a few boat tournaments uh, this year with a buddy of mine uh, that I grew up with back home. Um, and he uses a lure knocker and, you know, like in a, in a kayak, we don't really need it because we can go as shallow as we want to, but in a boat, you know, he's got this big, nice fiberglass boat now. So he's worried about scratches and sure. Like that. So uh, like I started looking at these lure knockers and I'm like, all they are are clips with weight on it. And yep. like that was, there was a problem 
somebody made a solution to it and and they sell millions of them a year it's crazy yeah yeah think about the amount of money that they saved fishermen right being able to uh to get um you know some things back yeah and and i was reading on the back of the package that i just ordered (laughs) because i i lost two of them somehow two little knockers uh what which will happen sure um yeah that's a good question yeah go uh, ahead finish your thought and then i'll get to chris's question yeah but but like lure knockers uh you know i I look on the back of the i order some more i look on the back of the package and it says woo daves well woo daves hadn't been relative in the fishing industry for since he won the bassmaster classic up in chicago and what was it 2000 2002 something like that like where the heck did they fish in chicago was it lake michigan yeah really yeah, I don't remember that. Two thousand, that was in my uh, yeah crazy days. <laughs> At a boy, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, and and so like that product's been around for twenty three years, twenty four years, twenty five years. So yeah, it, it it and that came from a need, and and that's where where most things come from. So, right on, right on. Uh, so Chris, uh, thanks for tuning in. in uh, tonight man um he's got a great question do some products you think of are they regional or national ideas i'll let you take a stab at this first uh matt and then uh we'll head over to jay and then i got some a recent conversation uh that i had in regards to this specific thing like so some products just naturally fit into regions some regions better than others even though they're national uh, you know, like a national idea, like for instance, year, for years and years, um, and, and it's still kind of this way up in the Midwest and, and further North, uh, for some reason, our, us bigger guys didn't like bigger kayaks. Um, so, you know, we'll have, uh, you know, for instance, like new canoe sales, you know, unlimiteds will be really, really good in the, in the Northeast or, or in the Midwest. Um, so, it wasn't like for that example, unlimited wasn't necessarily designed just for the Midwest or, or the Northern regions. Uh, but it just seems to shine a little bit more up here. And, and that's what customers tend to look for. So I think there are products that just kind of naturally fall into those regional uh, type of type of uh, situations versus a national idea. Now that unlimited has been great uh, for all over the nation, but like I said, you know, that's, you know, uh, up here, it seems like bigger kayaks. Uh, that's what, that's what we want. I don't know if that's cause we had bigger water up here. Um, or we're just bigger corn fed guys. I don't know, but that's, <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> to be the trend. So. I hear you. I hear you. Thoughts, Mr. Randall. I, I don't, I mean, I would, I would assume to some degree that's true where, you know, you're creating a product in a certain region to fit a certain need. Um, you know, commonly like uh, Drew's like a good example of that with all the river yaks. Um, you know, uh, all the designs he's gone through with the different boats and just how they handle. And that makes sense. But I also think, too, that, you know, and we've used the Liska in a river fashion and that's not, I mean, it, it, you can do it, you know, on a lazy river, you know, but if you got some flowing water and stuff, I don't know. I mean, I've 
done class threes in it fully loaded. So, I mean, it can do it, but you know, you also don't have to be dumb, <laughs> you know, you gotta yeah, be careful. Right. But, but I mean, point being is, uh, during, I think with the idea of it and the inception, you know, and the creation, sure. But I think the application really comes down to the user and how much money you got in your pocket uh, and what's what you can access. I think I think it's hard to control unless you unless you're very specific and you got some, you know, I'm not going to say deep pockets, but we know they're not cheap. Right. Um, if you've got the scratch to spend you know, on, you know, something that's uh, very specific for something you want to do. Great. But there's also people that just don't have it and they're just using everyday boats, you know, that are just kind of like across the board type, you know, uh, products. Yeah, I get that for sure. No, I agree wholeheartedly with that. I mean, I think from a manufacturer's standpoint, you want it to be as national as possible, right? Like the more Mm -hmm. people that can use that, sure product the better off you're going to be in sales right otherwise you got to go that route that you're talking about where you know you got to have deep pockets because you know hey we've got a ton of money invested in this we need to get our money back plus make a profit right so when you look at it from the business aspect you know you always want to look at something from like a, a national idea but the recent conversation i had was actually about tightline anchor and and it was funny, um, uh, somebody in the Southeast, um, I was talking with Jimmy Skinner and we were talking about, he was like, man, nobody in the Southeast wants an anchor. And I'm like, I get it. You know, like you guys do some different fishing, different bodies of water, but I know one of their biggest markets is that East coast. And it's a lot of saltwater fishermen mm-hmm. are using them usually to fight tides and things like that. And not only that, but their anchor is made of stainless steel, which makes it, you know, a lot of money, but um, it's one of the best anchors on the market. So you can't go wrong for a small watercraft. Right. So it's kind of interesting that it's, it's kind of a regional thing. Right. And I know when those guys designed that thing, they were thinking globally, you know, which I mean, they're, they have uh, dealers over in Europe and things like that. Um, I think even down under too in Australia, which again, all saltwater territories, but um, it's kind of interesting when you're developing a product. I think nine times out of 10, you're thinking nationally or globally, yeah. right? Then you want to sell 8 billion units and, you know, live in a mansion on the beach and drive <laughs> a Hummer or Rolls Royce or whatever it is that you desire, right? Um, but, you know, sometimes I think your market just kind of finds yourself and you kind of work your way into a niche. And, and I think too, it all falls on how you promote that product too. Right. Sure. But I also think too, though, like, I mean, especially what, you know, as far as shops go, um, they're really the, the dictating force behind that because they're ordering the boats kind of like a a good example would be like, even though Jackson doesn't make it anymore, like the Kraken. Sure. That is a great offshore boat um can you know it it can you know go beyond the breakers it's made for that uh but it's also like 14 feet long um it's a thin boat you know blah 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 but anyway it's rare that you're gonna see one of those boats like in the middle of the united states i think sure because they're just you know now if 
Unless you're uh, on the Great Lakes, right? Yeah, or Great Lakes, or like you know, a big reservoir, maybe, right? But otherwise, because we all know that would be a fast boat. You know, that'd be. I mean, you could. I mean, you know, that thing would pretty much power. I bet you could do five mile an hour in that thing. You know, just paddling uh, at a like a little bit above your normal cadence. Yeah. Just because of the way they're designed, but <clears throat> I mean, I, I like I said, I think that's a big. A big factor in it too. I mean, and and like I know some companies would limit or um, basically like regionally uh, uh, exclude certain areas where they even plan to ship those boats, which would affect their numbers in creation of how many units they're going to make a year. Sure. I mean, I know there's some degree of that going on, like no matter what it is, um, because they know their markets, as you said. So. You're like, why would you send a certain kind of boat to the Midwest when you know it's just not going to sell? Or, or even maybe, you know, uh, like, you, you know, you have experience in that. Like when you're ordering the boats, you know, it, I'm sure the salesman on the other end, even though he wants to sell you a boat like a good salesman, if he knows you're kind of making like a interesting decision, he might try to sway you and be like, you know, maybe you should go this way because we know that, you know, it's like, uh, all my analytics and all that, and you know, he's going over spreadsheets, you know, that saying, you know, I don't think this boat's going to do good that you want. How about this one? Sure, sure, you know? yeah, no, I've seen that firsthand, right? And and I know Matt has too. It's kind of funny, like the new canoe guys, we always talk about it and we joke, like, you know, we don't understand why so many people down in the southeast love an F10, but they hate, uh, an unlimited or a, or a flint or something like that. And, and then vice versa, right? All the guys up in the North, like we talked about earlier, like, like a pursuit, right? One of the best boats out there uh, tournament wise, we just had a interesting conversation with Guillermo Gonzalez last night. And uh, he was talking about how much he loves a pursuit um, when he can run a motor. Right. And Mm -hmm. it, and it's, you know, he's like, it's one of the best, performing boats it's super fast this and that um but in the midwest we don't have a ton of pursuit sales but in other regions you definitely see a lot more of that versus you know this or that and i'm just using new canoe as an example you know what i mean it's it's just interesting well well, i think of this too right i mean i think some people kind of figure out what they're getting into in terms of stability sure Um, I am not a fan of anything under 34. I'm just not. Uh, 33 is pushing it. Like, uh, what was a good example? I really know more about Jackson's because I was on the team. But, um, like, the Kilroy, that was a 33. And I, sure. that was a, and that's a different boat, not to sit on top. But, man, that was it. But you could roll that thing. So I always knew that, and I kind of didn't like that. But I also knew that the, the Kilroy was a faster boat. Um, to paddle, you know, and it was great for rivers. It was kind of like the good all around boat, as long as it's not pouring rain. Um, you know, but nowadays, like I'll do a 34 and up any day. Cause I mean, you see me when I had the F12, I would be, I was kicking back, man. You know, I was sideways on the boat, just totally like legs are crossed. I'm like leaning backwards. Cause I know I'm not going to, the boat's not going to tip. I'm not going to flip it, you know? So I think that's it too. And, and again, to Matt's point, the bigger guys, you know, cause I mean the little dudes, they can, I mean, they can be on anything, you know, it doesn't matter. And I know some, 
uh, thinner guys that are on that like love the big rig. You know, so you have that uh, uh, dynamic as well. But um, I, I do think like probably we got like some of the heavier stuff. People are going to have some, like some bigger boats. Plus, yeah. if you're carrying all that gear and stuff and people want to bring dogs or even their kid, you know, the hunters, like everybody's thinking ahead. So, you know, uh, I think that uh, we didn't talk about that either. I mean, that's probably deciding, um, especially nowadays, because I got the unlimited, right? Uh, and I had the F-12. Love the F-12. It's just that my motor wouldn't work with it. So got the Unlimited. And, I mean, I just took it on a river drift, um, you know, this past weekend. But I've also, it's also set up for a motor. So, I mean, it's, you know, I think that's a great boat for, you know, any situation. Now, am I going to take it down fast-moving water? Probably not. You know, I don't know how it'll handle, but, you know, we'll see. But I think it's just like anything else. It's like what you can afford or what you have you know, yeah. in your arsenal. So, and, and I don't think, you know, as far as like kayaks, you know, I don't think, uh, you know, I don't think it applies, but I think of like fishing tackle, uh, fishing brands, um, tackle brands, things like that, you know, back 20, 30 years ago, you would have a regional brand. Like I always thought of Shimano was kind of a, a regional brand. It was kind of for the Northern guys. Um, and, and you wouldn't hear guys down in Texas or anywhere else really talk about it much because, you know, that, that just wasn't what they were used to. Um, but now that, that some of these companies are merging and and getting the size that they are, don't really have those regional brands anymore like you used to of, of really anything anymore. You know, like b- before, before Tackle Warehouse, it was hard to track down some of this stuff. So you'd have to go to your local tackle shop and, uh, be it at their mercy, whatever they ordered. So or, are you saying they never had they never had Shimano's down like down south? It wasn't as big, no. Really? Because I always well, thought that you could find those things anywhere. Because I mean, they're just they're they're like Shakespeare. It's like the, you know, I mean, I don't want to say they're like, but it, I think in my eyes is easy to find. I don't know. Well, I think like Saint Croix used to be the same way. Like you know, like. They're based up in uh, northern Wisconsin, and that was like a, a Midwest thing for a long time. And then word slowly s- spread. And, you know, look at how big St. Croix is now. It's known worldwide, you know. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I remember I remember going. Uh, so we spent a lot of time in Arkansas. Um, I had a lot of family down there, so we go down there and visit them. I remember we used to make a big trip to Walmart. We used to think that was a big deal because that was a regional, that was, that was a regional deal. We didn't have them in Indiana. Yeah. Well, I remember when Walmart used to have like some of the best best tackle selection. Oh, you know, before Bass Pro and Cabela's started like blowing up, or yeah. you know, some of your smaller sporting goods carrying some of that stuff. Like Walmart Academy Sports to- is a great example of that too. That yeah. used to be a South Southern brand. Yeah, and uh, there's one being built like ten miles from my house, five miles from my house. Yep. Yeah, I remember. I remember like when we started the podcast, and actually, it'll be five years and three days since the first episode launched. How about that uh, for Paddle and Finn? But uh, I remember when the podcast started, and we were talking to somebody. And they were talking about this Academy Sports, and I was like, "What the hell is Academy Sports?" Yeah, they're out here too. 
I'm I'm from the Midwest. Like I had yeah. no clue and st- until I started like traveling for fishing tournaments and stuff. And then I'd see them all over the place. You know, once you got down like what Kentucky and South, right? And yeah. and it seems like they're moving further and further north, which is great, right? Like it's giving well, everybody some options. You right? guys have what shields up there? Uh, well, Shields is starting to expand. Like yeah. they're mostly Minnesota and Wisconsin, um, okay. and, and Fleet Farm, right? Fleet Farm yeah. is is a huge thing in Wisconsin, and they have yeah. like enormous like fishing sections, right? And you're starting to see those move further and further south. You know, so it's kind of wild, man. It's uh, it's cool to see that and the growth of of all these kind of like bigger box tort store types um that offer you know so much fishing tackle and, and things uh, like you know, that man. and i and i almost wonder too like from a business standpoint shooting from the hip here of course i wonder if there are certain tax limitations uh that prevent them when you know from expanding to certain markets depending on how big they are you know what well, i mean yeah i mean you're gonna have uh all kinds of accounting nightmares once you start crossing state lines yeah um, you know like i i see it working at dubro right like we gotta pay tax to like 50 states plus countries and things like that you know yeah. like on a monthly basis and it's a it's an accounting nightmare right and um you know, and not only that, but right, like if I'm Fleet Farm and I'm using them as an example, or Shields, even like Minnesota and Wisconsin are pretty similar as far as like their sales tax code and things like that go, right? But then you come into Illinois and it turns into a complete shit show. Like, yeah, I'd want to stay out of Illinois too, right? Like, yeah, you know, I get it. Uh, I'd, I'd jump over. Illinois and I'd go over to Indiana and Michigan, right? And just around that state, you know, just to give Illinois the middle finger, right? Like that's what I would do as a business person, but you know, to each their own. But yeah, it, it's crazy, man, because it's like like ICAST coming up, right? Like we're talking about that and uh um <laughs> Academy Prop 65, something about cancer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's California at its finest, right? I know oh, Chris yeah. is from out there, you know. Oh but... god, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, the... oh, that's what he said. I missed his comment yeah. before. He says Academy doesn't ship to California. I need my friend oh, yeah. in Nevada to order. Yeah, yeah and it, it has to do with that Prop sixty five. If you're carrying products that don't have that Prop sixty five thing on there, and like we have to go and put it on like certain products, like whether they be made of plastic, metal, things like that. You pretty much got to sure. put that on everything. Everything causes cancer nowadays. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have that, California won't let you ship, deliver any of that good stuff into that state. And if you get busted selling stuff in the state of California without that on there, it's like huge, huge fines. Yeah. So, so let's overregulate the fishing market. Why not? Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 it's even worse on the HVAC side. I mean, we we design units for two counties in California because they have a certain requirement. That's crazy. Two counties. Yeah, like that's that's how that's how insane that can be. 
Uh, so. Well, yeah, and then on the flip side, right? Because we're we got on this whole conversation because of like regional versus national. Yeah. Now you and I forget who it was that brought up. Uh, I think it was Jay. You know, having the Buku Bucks. Now you got to charge five times more for those two yep. units for those two specific counties. You know, versus you know whatever. So yeah, yeah ideally that that's just yeah. a great example of why to design on a national scale versus uh uh or regional you, know, you mean versus regional. national no 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 oh. no national design uh, yeah. it so it oh, okay i got you fit everywhere so it's going to be more cost prohibitive to your end user you know yeah and I, I don't know anymore i think with fishing and and kayaks specifically like you know we designed certain elements for really certain conditions not necessarily certain regions um, if that makes any sense. And, and I think it's the same way with uh, a lot of stuff that, that you guys have, Brian, at, at Dubro. I mean, I'm sure some of your stuff sells a little bit better in the north than what it does the south, and some of the stuff. Oh, is, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Widespread, yeah. and some of it's. Well, that's like, like right, like perfect example. We have a, a tool for making uh, bucktails. Bucktail. Yep. We call it the bucktail twister. Well, you're not necessarily fishing muskies down in Florida, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that was kind of a tool designed for like the northern part of uh, North America, right? That's yeah. where you're and, typically and- finding muskies. However, I know guys that have used that tool to make leaders and stuff for going out shark fishing or saltwater fishing, things like that. They'll get stainless steel wire and they'll twist it up with that to make, you know, some kind of leader or whatever. Yeah. I mean, you know, here in Indiana, we have some serious musky head guys up, up North. And then like down South, they can't even spell musky. Like, so, you know, so like it's, it's even more localized than regionally sometimes. Like it's, yeah. it's really, it's really, uh, you know, the type of fishermen or, or, or the type of water or the type of whatever, uh, that the product is, is needed in is kind of what you design it to. Well, it's like, it's like, uh, right. Like I'm just thinking like in relation, you know, California, the whole West coast, a lot of your big swim baits were designed out that yep. way. Right. And nobody ever thought guys in the Midwest or the Northeast would be throwing them. However, that fad is kind of caught on, and now you're seeing people throw them all over the country and catching giants. People in the Midwest should not throw them. Yeah. <laughs> well, think think about it too. Like, what about the Ned rig? <laughs> yeah, there yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah. used everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. different countries. I mean, this thing is global. Yeah, it's crazy. You know? That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> oh. What's up, Todd? How you doing, buddy? Get signed up for Madison. Yeah, that's this weekend. Uh, Wisconsin State Badger Open, I think it's called. Nice. Something like that. So this weekend really means like, you know, tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What's the what's the entry fee for that? I'm curious. I forget. I think it's like 80 bucks. I think it's more than that. I tell you what, I'll sign up if I can follow you to your spot. Because yeah. I know Todd's got them dialed in. Yeah. <laughs> or just put them on Life 360. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right, hey, right. we're buddies. Let's just, you know, it's a safe thing. <laughs> uh, let me uh, hook up your find my iPhone yeah. to uh, yeah. to my phone. 
Yeah, you're like texting him. Hey, can you turn your GPS oh, wow. on? They got a hundred, <laughs> hundred and six guys signed up right now. Hundred dollar entry fee. That's, there you that's go. Some cash, man. That's some cash. That's a lot of zeros. Oh, he said deal. All right. All right. Uh oh. Uh oh. All right. So you got a too? Hook? Will you bait my hook for me too? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I. Yeah. I'm, maybe I'll get signed up. <laughs> Need me some Todd Martin's lunch money in my life. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> no. Is, is he Todd, a does he have a too? Todd's a hell of a fisherman, man. I I give him all the credit in the world, man. He's a he's a hell of a stick for sure. Is mother shipping allowed in uh in the tournament? <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. He said <laughs> plus a new Hobie for first. Uh yeah. I'll oh wow. That, I'll let I you mean, keep the you, Hobie. You can, you can spin check. that, dude. <laughs> oh, he said the H word. You never <laughs> see the H word. <laughs> oh, that's like blasphemy, man. You can't be doing that. I'm kidding. I'm that's kidding. Like, that's like, you know, iPhone droid. You can't do that stuff. <laughs> oh, that's funny stuff. Funny stuff. But uh, anyways, back to uh, back to the conversation at hand. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, product development. That's what we were talking about initially. But yeah. uh, so, you know, going back to what we were talking about, uh, Matt, I'll drill you with this one, right? Like um if somebody out there has an idea things like that like or is interested in getting into product development r&d things like that like any suggestions tips uh things like that on how they should go about doing that yeah so i can tell you what not to do just go out and tell a company their product sucks and and <laughs> hopefully you can help them like that's that's not gonna work like <laughs> have some <laughs> Have, have a little bit more uh, 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 polish answer than that. Fluff uh, it. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if, if you have some constructive uh, criticism for, for a company, you know, send it to them. Um, you know, they might be interested in working working with you. I know there's a few rod companies right now uh, that, uh, that some buddies of mine are, are helping design a, a few rods and things like that. And, um uh, it's really building that relationship with that company and you kind of build trust through it. Uh, one thing is use their product. I mean, that's, yeah. that's always, that's always a positive, uh, you know, with, with kind of what, what, um, with what I've, I've helped with in the past, you know, I've, I have experience with it. So like, I know what, how it should function on the water, what I don't like when it doesn't function or, or, or what it should and shouldn't do and its limitations. And kind of understanding that too, and also be ready to be shot down a lot. Sure, <laughs> that's that's just part of it. Like, uh, you know, probably like a handful of ideas uh, a year uh, really get worked on uh, with sure. anyone. So just just keep that in mind too. Yeah, it's interesting, man. Like I've I've been part of uh, a little R and D and and the product development side and it, it's a, it's always interesting man and and this is the the one thing i can say on the r&d side right like don't just say the product is awesome yep because you just want to be involved in the next one right like they're giving you that product to try out and give good honest feedback whether it's good or bad 
you know, don't just tell them all the good because then what's going to happen is they're going to be like, all right, well, you know, Matt Gibson told me this is great. Let's go ahead and move forward with this. And then it hits market. And then they're like, yeah, this, you know, the general public thinks it's just a big ball of crap. You know what I mean? I've seen that happen many a times and it's, it's hurt a lot of companies. And not only that, but you know, the person that was involved in that obviously isn't going to be brought into any other projects because you get put on that list of, you know, you know, those, those guys, so to speak, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and kind of like I said earlier too, don't just say it sucks to like have some, have some constructive criticism. Yeah. Why, why it sucks, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and what they should do to change. Like, again, you know, that's why I kind of brought that up earlier is, you know, this stuff is all problem solving you know, coming up with solutions instead of just excuses why it doesn't work. Right. Yeah. You know, and spend time with the product, like spend time on and off the water with it. Like have some thought around how it can be applied. Different ways can be applied. Why it, why it should be applied a certain way. And maybe it's limitations and why it shouldn't be in, in certain situations. Um, yeah, I mean, how many times have I called you in the past three months? Like, hey, did you get on the water yet? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. And, and and honestly, I don't e- like I don't even bring it up to you unless I've been hours. Like a fifteen right. minute trip down down to a pond isn't going to tell me what I need to know to give you the feedback on. Like, right, spend right, some right. Time with it, right. And you know, when I'm doing a lot of this. Uh, kind of testing for for companies and i've done it for new canoe uh, a, a little bit with some seats and some other things some fabrics um it's like use it for hours and right. concentrate on, on on that portion of it um you know and and think about it in a multi-level too don't just think about it like how it's going to react if you throw it on a trailer or how it's going to react if you know, if, if it's raining outside or how it's going to react, if it's 40 below zero outside or, you know, having, having that full, full spectrum and that full feedback circle and not just sounding, you know, like you said and say, Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, well, not everybody's got a 70 degree day. That's flat calm, right? Yep, exactly. And that's just it. Especially when you're thinking on that national scale and that, and that's the thing too, right? Like, uh, you know, we, we've talked about it on here before, you know, like, um, I was part of trying out that first edition of that river anchor from Tightline, And it's like, yeah, we saw some flaws with it. Like some things that definitely needed to be changes changed. Um, I just got version two, the rework of it. And it's like, you know, I haven't, uh, put any time on it yet. I've been real honest with those guys about that, you know, and it's just like, um, I know some other guys are testing it as well. Um, and, and it's like, we're all giving constructive feedback and that's the thing too, right? Like, you know, going back, Jay mentioned Drew, right? Like I know, uh, Drew's been messing with that anchor as well. And, you know, one of the conversations I had with those guys is I was like, look, the first time I met Drew, I had to look down to him. No offense to Drew Gregory. I love Drew. Drew, you're my man. But, He's five foot tall and weighs what ninety pounds soaking wet, right? And I'm ten foot tall and weigh you know two hundred and sixty pounds. Like, 
there's a difference there when you're talking about hold power and slowing down and things like that. So that that's the type of stuff, you know, like you got to communicate, right? Because sometimes those guys aren't thinking about, you know, those aspects, right? And the more constructive feedback you can give like that, the better off the product's going to be, um, you're going to be, you know, and being involved in those types of things and so on. So, yeah, it's okay not to love it. Like yeah. there's, there's things that I've helped design yeah, both in, in personal life and, and also uh, in my professional life that I'm like, I'm like, I hope to God this never makes it to market. Like, <laughs> this was a terrible idea. But but then you can roll in some of those lessons learned in your next one. And you're like, oh, well, I remember I remember where it took a turn uh, in this last design. And, and maybe I need to take a step back and think about how it's going to fit with this or or how it's going to function when you do this um so you know it's 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 a balancing act but man it's a lot of fun it can be it can be terribly aggravating at, at times too and oh yeah for sure you know they're just that's going to happen during the process yeah like on your trip to the lake and lose your seat you know? yeah that's even <laughs> wrong jack <laughs> well, well We'll talk about that down the road, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's interesting, right? Like, yeah, it could be super frustrating, but I don't know. It's 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 fun to me, man. It's that game of uh, cat and mouse where you're you're chasing that problem and you take a swipe at the ball of yarn, and sometimes you hit it and sometimes you don't, but you keep going back for more, right? So, yeah, you know, like you just sent me the stuff coming off the press. Um, what was that last week? And it, it, it's it's almost like a high. You're like almost giddy about it. Like it, it almost feels like feels like first love. You're like, oh, yeah. you know, and and you're excited about it. And and you, you know, like I, I showed my wife, like she really gives a shit what what <laughs> it does. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, just- <laughs> mine, mine, mine was like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, yeah, sorry. Their their eyes like glaze over, just like that's exactly there. what she said. Yeah. She's like, yeah. "What the hell does that do?" You know? And I was like, "Really?" I'm like, "This is like this is like, yeah, almost as good as the the sun being born." You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Their eyes glaze over just like ours do when they start talking about like flowers and shit. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, like these are just being like these are perennials. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> They're white. And okay, I'm cool. Sure, I'm sure 30 minutes before that package came, she was telling me something, and I was the exact same way. Yeah. You know, like, you can't fault you can't fault people for that. But right, right. But it is. It's like it's like really, really exciting to see it and see it in motion. And then, um, you know, it, it is a little bit tough to keep it under wraps. Like, oh, trust me, dude. I've been. I want to grab every one of them and show you guys everything right now. But yeah. like, is it in good packaging? Is it like all set up just like it would be in the store? No, it was. No, no. It's like super raw. It was, it was, and like I, I sent it to him in a bait bag. <laughs> yeah. <There you> go. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Rubber band around it. Here, this is going to help secure it to keep it closed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was actually my wife's first comment. Is this the bag that's going to come in? I'm like, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. No. Big money, big money yeah. shiller. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 that, that, that was it. But uh, that's just it, right? Like, 
you know, I know I sent you photos that morning and uh, we both talked like little schoolgirls, you know, excited right. over the first day of school, you know, about it. And, and that was a thing. Like, I wasn't going to wait to package that up. I wanted to get it out the door and, you know, get it in Matt's hands and a couple other people's hands. And, you know, that way they could see it and feel it and use it and all that good stuff, you know. So that way, you know, like they know what's up, you know. And obviously it's, uh, you know, part of the the stuff being released at iCast, which, you know, is exciting, man. Like, that's the thing. I, I've been to iCast for two years, but never really been a part of launching something new at iCast. I mean, the Few few things, transducer retract system, the foot pedal steering, like which I was totally jazzed about, but I didn't know about that till I got there. You know what I mean? And I think you had a little insight on that stuff going into it, but you know now I've been like planning this stuff for literally months, um, getting ready for it. You know, and it's it's like you're you know you've seen your child born. Now we're getting ready to watch him graduate high school. You know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah, and, and release it to the world. So. Yeah, and you, and you know how how you know I'm I'm pretty level headed, pretty calm, but like with the unlimited, for example, like knew about that months in advance. Yeah, you know, seen pictures of it on, on the water, seen prototypes, saw the saw all that going through, and like as soon as Blake gave the nod, like. I'm like, uh, I got to go tell Moving Water Outfitters. Right? It's like <laughs> right. 15 minutes away from me. Right. And I just went over there and I'm sure I, I sound like a crackhead over there because like I was just <laughs> rattling off. Like, yeah, I was so excited to go tell them. And, and it's, uh, you know, I'm one of those guys too that like, I can't Christmas shop. Right. Very early because I want to give gifts to people because I'm like, oh, check this out. Yeah. That is the worst part of this whole thing for me is waiting. Yeah. To unveil this. Uh, Trust me. I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. Yeah. I'm right there with you. I imagine. And, and that's just it too, right? Like, it's just, uh, yeah, you wish you could turn around and do it then, but obviously there's many reasons and why you got to wait, but, um, yeah, it's interesting. Well, I I think, and I think I can talk about this, but I'll see if, if Brian hits the dump button here, if he's got one, but, um, um, you know, I'm ready now. <laughs> I'm worried now. The cursor is poised. But but like with, with you guys, you guys are doing a little bit different that you'll have all the product or if not most of it ready when you guys release it. So yeah. you guys yeah. aren't showing. Yeah. You guys, it's not like you guys are showing up and saying, hey, here's a prototype that's yeah. going to be available in january of 2024 like right right that's what's cool about what you guys are doing unveiling it and some of the unveilings uh and and some of the the product stuff that you get involved with i mean you can release it but then nobody will see it for months upon months and sometimes it's a year before some of this stuff comes out so yeah i mean i mean i remember i got the phone call to go up when the when the unlimited got unveiled to the public, you know what I mean? And I saw that first couple of boats come out of that mold, you know what I mean? And it was like, Oh man, like, you know, when I got the call, I was like, yeah, absolutely. I'll drive up North and do this on a work night. Like no problem. You know what I mean? Cause I wanted to be there for that. That's special. Right. But 
after that was released, now they got to, they got to mold all those boats that got ordered and, yeah. you know, and, and that was right. What that was right before COVID hit, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was right around there. I remember because, because yeah, I think it was, I think it was like beginning of March and then COVID hit a few weeks later and then everything got backlogged and they were trying and and not only that but dealers and consumers were ordering you know nationwide and then you're you got this huge demand plus a pandemic going on and trying to keep up with all that it, it was tough yeah we had plus. two of them we had two of them and that was in february we saw yeah. right away so yeah yeah cuz you guys got some of the first ones i think you know when that got unveiled yeah i think you're right i think it got released in like February or something because it was still cold up there. And then um, I know I got mine in like April, I want to say, beginning of April. And uh, yeah, that's when all that crap was going down. So yep. what are you going to do? But, but uh, right on, man. Look forward to it. Um, uh, we'll, some of the Paddle and Fin guys will be at ICAST. Uh, we're going to have some exclusive releases here. Plus, uh, some of our guys going to be grabbing folks from uh, on the showroom floor at ICAST, uh, spotlighting some products. So make sure you let us know what you want to see from ICAST 2023. Uh, we're all getting jacked up, getting ready to head down there in the next couple of weeks and uh, look forward to it. Um, I know we're doing some fishing trips. There's always shenanigans, so we'll have plenty of stories for you guys from ICAST. But, Matt, appreciate you, man. Uh, appreciate you taking the time. Any uh, final thoughts or closing words? Uh, I appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, you know, I appreciate, uh, you know, Debra letting me, uh, let me and you collaborate on some stuff. It's, it's, been, it's been really fun. hope to do more of it in the, in the future, so looking forward to that. It's only uh, the start, my friend. I cannot wait because you guys are, like I said in an email, you guys do not mess around. So, <laughs> uh, looking forward to it. Man. But yeah, yeah. it's it, it's been awesome. Uh, yeah, everybody, stay tuned to ICAST. This is, I, you know, I think you guys are, are probably one of the few that aren't leaking stuff. I saw some stuff leaking already for ICAST today. So yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. like <clears throat> yeah, I think I've seen a couple reels being teased already and yeah, like a few rods yeah uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, good for you guys for not leaking uh and, and keeping keeping the curtain on for now so uh yep. yeah pay attention to uh to all the paddle and fin uh coverage of it and i don't know we'll probably hop on there and talk a little bit about it so for sure for sure or to it right on brother mr randall what <laughs> <laughs> What? Oh, it's good seeing you, Matt. Oh, you too, bud. <clears throat> Sorry, your uh, dinner sucked. Yeah, <laughs> that's why Jay's been so bent out of shape this whole show. Yeah. He did go on a tangent there for about five minutes, which was, was a, which is a really good one. It was wasn't a really tangent. good. One. Uh, I wouldn't say that. It was I mean, borderline rant. No, it, it, was, it, it was a good, thoughtful response. I agree with that one hundred percent. Yeah, it was very. The rest of the time, Jay's been steaming over his uh, what was it, chicken cheesesteak or something? Yeah, worst <laughs> freaking sandwich I've ever had in my life. 
If I could tell the world, I would like the name of this place. It's, it's you're, so you're on a podcast, bro. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. But it's okay. God, I just I never knew you could screw up a sandwich <laughs> like that. But anyway, <clears throat> so bad, so bad. Well, hopefully next week Jay's sandwich is better, and yeah. uh, we look forward to <laughs> chatting with you guys again. Uh, love it. Uh, stay tuned for more. Get ready for iCast. We appreciate all you guys. Happy birthday, you listeners. It's uh, five years paddling thin, growing strong. Is it would it be five years or six? Uh, five, five, I think, right? Yeah, 2018, 2023. Yeah, yeah, five. Yeah, yeah. so happy birthday, everybody. <laughs> Shut up. Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I suck Whoa, at that. I almost took my shoes off. It's so five, dude. Those. This yeah. is five. <laughs> Started double, double guessing my shoes. One, one, two, three, four, five. Happy birthday, everybody. See you. <laughs>